What's going on, everybody? It is 54 minutes past the hour, and guess what? You are tuned into the Brothers Podcast. You ain't heard from us for a minute, have you? It's just been two weeks, though. Yeah, but it seemed like forever. It feel like forever? It feel like forever, man. Yeah, it was just two weeks for me. I don't know. Well, regardless of that, man, guess who I am? I'm your host, Dante Chase Bridges, a.k.a. Dante Chase Bridges. Along with my co-host, man, state your name. Steven C.P. Watson. I'm tired of stating my name, man. But together, that would make us. We're the brothers. I'm tired of stating my name. Everybody know my name. And then, I'm sorry, I stink too because I just got out of the gym. I apologize. So I shouldn't be waving my arms in the air like Brown that. Applause, I, please. I apologize. <laughs> I just got out the gym. It was a bit of a rush. And yeah, I might stink a little bit. It's only going to affect him though. So let's go ahead and just do what we got to do here. Well, well, well besides smelling like a Wendy's dumpster, man, how, how you, how your life been living, man? How My life living? has been interesting. I mean, two weeks ago I had a cold again because it's that time of year. No, not coronavirus. You probably you know, we did know that's going on. Get coronavirus. How we get coronavirus? I don't know, nigga. And the thing is, coronavirus ain't even that severe. You know what I heard, though, man? What? I heard black people don't even get affected by coronavirus. Because we're, look, we're black. It's the melanin in our skin. We don't get affected. This don't affect us at all. Real talk, man. I really heard that, man. Black we, people ain't we, really getting affected by that. Man. Black folks is beautiful. We ain't worried about no damn coronavirus. We've just seen every other virus in the world. And I think we bulletproof because we ain't about to get it. So listen, man, you know how they going to tell except you Except for it. CPD, though. That's different. What CBD? We ain't bulletproof when it comes to CBD. Oh yeah, hollow yeah. points. Yeah, immunizations, but not yeah. hollow points. Yeah, they'll shoot the shot us, apparently. So listen, people, they gonna tell you to go get an immunity. They gonna say get some type of immunization vaccine. Don't do it, black people. You're immune to it. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you the truth, man. That coronavirus, you're immune to it. Okay. You stop drinking Corona beer again. I know it kind of made you feel like, man, I don't want to touch nothing Corona. But go ahead and do your thing, man. Black people, we straight. Speaking of which, Asians. Corona beer ain't really that bad if you don't. I love Corona beer. You know, you put a lime in it, it's pretty good. Yeah, man. But, you know, we just rambling. But guess what we got to do before we do anything else? What we about to do. We got to get in a little bit of something we call Town Hall Business. As always, shout out our brothers in the Brothers Hub. Shout out to our official DJ JMC. Shout out to our brothers Ryan Watkins for At My Mama's Table. Shout out to our brother Reggie Price for Could Be Wrong But I Doubt It. Shout out to the friends that have been supporting us as always, like our girl Scott Miller. Shout out to a lot of people, our good homegirl I Am Trying, Jennifer Williams. We got a big project coming up. And of course, shout out to our viewers on the who are tuning in every week, who will tune in as much as they can to see us talk about the shit that a lot of people are afraid to talk about That's here on social yes, media. Man. We here, we thank y'all, we love y'all, we support y'all for supporting us. That's tune your ass in. Yes. We love y'all. y'all for that. And please, 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 please share, like, subscribe, put the word out. We here. We staying here. What's going on? Shout out to WIAN in Nashville, Tennessee. You know, they've been holding this down since the inception, man. So, mm-hmm. always got to give a special shout out to the people out there, man. Kevin Mumford, what's good? Kevin Mumford, what's up with you, man? Uh, shout out to... Actually, man, let me give a special shout out to Kevin Mumford, man. Because I remember uh, Kevin Mumford, uh, well, he didn't give me the, the interview. Mm-hmm. 
But Kevin Mumphrey was a, a big part of the reason why I got to interview one of my biggest celebrities to date, uh-huh. which was Tyrese Gibson. So, you know, he what? put the birdie in. Yeah, he was. Wait, like, what happened to the I didn't even see. What I missed it or something? Like, no, nah, he was it? one of the biggest influence, man. When, but what was like, well, where was it? Where can we find it? Where's that oh, interview? It's, it's, it's up there. It's, it's, on, it's in the Ethernet. <laughs> well, yeah, it's, right. it's the movie Black and Blue. Okay. Black and Blue, when uh, he had a movie out, you know, with uh, police brutality, man. Mm-hmm. Kevin Mumphrey, man, from WIAN, man. He got me the feeling. He got me that slot. He got me that position to talk to Tyrese Gibson, man. So shout out to you, man. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give a shout out to anybody to give me a little skin in the game. Yes, sir. Besides that, man, shout out to all the people that make this worthwhile, man. Shout out to Spotify where you can catch it. Shout out to iTunes. Shout out to all of these engines where you can catch the brothers. Because you know we ain't nothing but a Google away. And a special shout out to the Brothers Foundation. And you just don't know how hard I've been working on this, man. And this, I swear to God, you don't know. But I want to just tell y'all a little bit of something. The Brothers Foundation is something that's very personal to me. This personal experience. You know, coming up, I'm make this real short, but coming up, I was a gifted student. I got to go to one of the best high schools in Chicago, Chicago High School of Agricultural Sciences, okay? You gotta, you gotta do a lottery just to be able to take the test to go to that school. So it was real, 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 real hard to get into. Well, I did well, got recruited to go to the University of Minnesota, and guess what I experienced? I experienced abandonment, isolation, racial profiling, I experienced my friends getting sexually profiled by white women that they didn't even touch. One even went to jail. I experienced 80% of the black men in my class had to leave the school because of mental health reasons Mm -hmm. and not having enough money to go there. All that stuff made me realize that there gotta be a better way for these black men to be able to make it through college, especially transition. And that's where the Brothers Foundation come in. We helping black boys transition where they don't have to go through the mental illness that it takes when you go to a pre-WI, predominantly white institution, and you're the only black boy inside of your classroom and there's 300 other white and Asian people. And you can't get no lab partner, so you inevitably fail. You ain't got to go through the isolation when you sitting there and you're in a dormitory and there's 200 people on one floor and you're the only black man there and nobody understands you and there's microaggression and people are looking at you with a microscope. You won't have to go through that. You ain't gotta get indoctrinated. The Brothers Foundation is to help you become a man by giving you life skills. The Brothers Foundation is here for you to transition into college, preferably a predominantly black institution or HBCU. The Brothers here for internships so you don't have to beg somebody when you come home from college. The Brother is here and trying to give you scholarships so you ain't gotta take out all them student loans because you know y'all be taking out them student loans to get a refund check. Y'all don't like to talk about that, okay? But the Brothers Foundation is here so we can give you money so you don't look up and be $100,000 in debt and not knowing how the hell you're going to pay because you're going to have to pay at some point. So this is what we're here for. We got this foundation. And one thing we need y'all to do, if y'all going to be a part of this, we need y'all to donate, donate, donate. So what you can do, you can look to your right. And there's a thing that's called PayPal. And I want you to go and I want you to hit that up and send any donation you can to the Brothers Foundation right there. Right. Right there, okay? I hope he's pointing in the right direction. This may, it may be the right direction. And also, if you want to go to Cash App, man, you can go to the Brothers Foundation Chicago. Cash App. 
Hit us up. Anything. Anything you want to give. Mm-hmm. We appreciate it. The irony of us having a conversation of what makes black boys men, because that's an interesting topic that's going on. Mm-hmm. Especially what we're about to discuss today. But first, mm-hmm. let's talk about something that's what like we call what's really going on in these streets. What's really good out here. I feel like we should call it what's going on, what's going to tell me. Cause I don't say that. really I just want to bust out with the Marvin Gaye song. I see. I don't even know what's really going on. So you seeing what's going on. Obviously, we just talked about earlier the epidemic of the coronavirus. And everybody is going shit crazy. Because especially so bad, even the stock today, the stock market actually went down horribly today over this whole coronavirus situation going on here. Like the Dow went down with 70-something points. Because it's like everybody, everybody is kind of in a panic. Just because a couple niggas got sick. Mm-hmm. That seems to be what China the situation men, is. A couple of China men and lost their dinner and they hurling. Oh. So now basically, it's so bad that in North Korea, you know, King Jong Un already killed the motherfucker over. Well, he was gonna kill that nigga regardless. You, Probably so. You know Kim. Kim, <laughs> Kim does you shit like Kim. this. You know, he <laughs> kills a motherfucker for no reason. We know. Corona, you know, bad But actually, you know, that's not of our business. That's him. That's how he runs his shit. We're not telling him no, no let's, difference. Let's stop talking about Kim Jong-un. Yeah, let's go ahead. Because, you know, <laughs> we can talk about a lot of shit. Okay, so anyway, <laughs> the coronavirus <laughs> epidemic is starting to sweep over here. How do you feel about this going on? Like I said, man, first, first, I truly feel that this is something that they put out there, man. You know, I think this got something to do with population control. I think it got something to do with weeding out that China population because, you know, that China population is the largest population in the world. You know what I'm saying? So I think it got a lot to deal with that. And I've heard a lot of research about that black people cannot be infected with the coronavirus. So I'm feeling really good about that shit. I'm going to be real with you about that one. I look at it like this. We just survived every other damn thing else in this cult, in this world We've had every year, it's like every year we got something going on here. The measles, we had the motherfucking West Nile, we done had the Y2K. It's always an epidemic that's out there trying to kill it. Crack. That was a real thing. <laughs> anyway, the point is, is that we're talking about we're God talking about the world of make-believe. Right there. We're talking about make-believe, not the actual shit that happened. But anyway, I don't give a fuck about no damn coronavirus, but I will be looking into buying some stock. Because that just should drop. I mean, you know, some get a little cheap, you know. Invest, people! It's time! If you don't care about it, why you bring it up then? Huh? If you don't care, why you bring it up then? I'm trying to invest, nigga. Oh, okay. I am trying to invest. Go so buy Bitcoin and virus, nigga? You know, one thing I'm not investing in is this bullshit going on in the continuation of the drama that is the Democratic Party. Man, it is becoming a shitstorm every single day. You know, every time I look at Bernie Sanders, I I just, I don't think that a frail nigga should ever run. This motherfucker may not make it out alive after his term. I don't think that he should be running. I think he should find him a nice little cotton uh, Wyoming and take his Jewish racist ass because you 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 you, you be thinking just because they be marching with the, the black panthers and all that shit that they certify don't they not he got public enemy 
gonna be singing at his uh, concert mm-hmm. and public enemy. Uh, Chuck D out of smack. Cause it. everybody, cause everybody know everybody do it for the check. Chuck D, you, now you smarter than that. Now you Elvis, what you did all that and you don't know. Flavor Flav ain't smarter than that. Flavor Flav, we don't know what this nigga <laughs> is. I didn't know. But but at the same time, at the same time I mean, we do JB and Kanye did it for Hillary. So you know you gotta get that black that last little bit of black vote coming in. You know how that is. Get the entertainers out there. Get that little last bit of black vote out there. We gotta fight the power. Yeah. But as long as you keep the whole thing in perspective, understand that this is nothing more than entertainment because the executive branch ain't the one that you need to be voting for in the first place. You need to be voting for the legislatures. What is legislatures? I call it legislatures. Yeah, I don't know what to Legislative say. branch. Because those are the people that, that make the laws. Make the laws. Yes. That abortion that you wanted in Georgia, mm-hmm. that was legislation. Oh, you want a gun. You want to carry a gun. Mm-hmm. It's legislation. Yes. Okay? That's what you need to be worried about. Yeah. So you need people in the House of Representatives. You need people in the Senate. These are the people who make the real decisions that affect what's going on in your communities and in your states and in your country. Like my granddaddy always said, man, if you're worried about the president, your ass is hustling backwards. You need to be worried about the legislative branch. Yeah. Both of them senators and shit. Exactly. Those are motherfuckers. Yes. Anyway, so... Let's go ahead and jump into what it takes to be a man. Because I don't know if Dwayne Wade has figured that out yet. Or we hope he did. Or we just know he's running damage control. You know the first thing it takes to be a man? What? A penis. And um, this is something that people are trying to remove off of young adolescent boys before they even used it. And I but what if, but, with that but what if it's there is what if it's his choice? I you don't have a choice when you're 12 years old to remove your penis. Mm. So in case you have so in basically that's the rough cut version of what we're about to talk about. Yeah. Dwayne Wade's son or daughter now. No! <laughs> we're doing it for the context of the show. I am not PC. Zaire, <laughs> is it Zaire or is it Zaya? It's Zaya. <laughs> this is his name Zaya now. Zaya, Zaya, I don't know how to pronounce the name correctly. I'm not trying to be mocking for anybody, but this is an actual discussion. Go ahead and set it up, bro. So the thing is, is that if people don't know, a while back, I think about a month ago, Dwayne Wayne went on a podcast and discussed that there's this that his child is transitioning from a boy to a girl. His 12-year-old child, Zaire Wade, is now Zaya Wade. Zayan. And this apparently has ripped social media apart because, you know, everything about the black community that's controversial rips the social media apart, as always. As my partner changes in the middle of our show, Zaya, he's trying to get sexy for y'all, apparently, because he got to let loose. I am sexy. Whatever. Zaya, everybody's trying to figure out exactly whether or not it's appropriate or not. Because it's also challenging a lot of people what we start, what we discuss about gender identity. Are you of a right age to understand what gender identity is and should Dwayne Wade allow it? Now, me personally, I believe that Dwayne Wade is doing probably the only thing he can do at this point, and that is being a loving, supporting father. Because whether people like it or not, on both sides, he's a public figure. 
And he needs to go with the masses on everything that's going on being a public figure. At this point, for him to, if he were to condemn his child for this decision, that would look really bad on his part. Especially for a man who just retired from the NBA. Especially for a black man who's on the ballot to becoming a Hall of Famer in basketball. This doesn't look good for you to kind of say, I don't condone this. You have to be able to toe the line. So as far as public relations is concerned, in my opinion, Dwayne Wade is doing not only as a, as a father of what he should do, but he's doing the only thing he can do. I agree with you 125% on everything you said. And that's why, mm-hmm. Mr. Dwayne Wade, why do we even know about your son having a sex change or having a transgender crisis in the first place? Because you said something about it. Dwayne Wade. Because now you are in the public eye Mm -hmm. and you have to follow the rules of the alphabet, man, and you know who they are, them L, them G, them T's, and them B's, and them Q's, because the community that you live in, both in Hollywood and both in the entertainment field, will blackball your ass if you go against that. Mm -hmm. Dwayne Wade, why the hell do you have your... Once seven, now nine-year-old son in the public spotlight Mm -hmm. about something as controversial, as polarizing about transgenderism. Mm -hmm. That was your first mistake. Now, see, because you in the public eye right now, Mm -hmm. you got to do everything that my man just said. You got to kowtow for the people. You got to go along for the people so nobody will get upset. You can't upset the LGBTQ community. You can't upset the left-wing liberals. Because a lot of the money that you will make in the future Mm -hmm. is going to be dependent on them very people. So now you put your son under a microscope that a 12-year-old boy should not be under. Because a 12-year-old boy don't even know what the hell he is. But the narrative is now being pushed on as a child can understood what their identity is at the ripe age of three. So who's to say that this child knows who they are at 12? Because they, if they knew at three, then they can know at 12. Yeah, that was real interesting until a video came out around when Zaire or Zaire was Zaire at the time. Around eight, eight years old eight talking years about old. how his, he was a boy talking about hollering at girls with her dad, a dad his dad in the video. Yes. Talking about, oh, look at those girls over there. He's doing the typical macho man type of boy thing. How did you really feel about that video? Like when you saw that, when you saw that video and you saw his mannerisms, what, what did you really think about it? It sounded like a boy being a boy being attracted to girls. Sounded like a little mannish ass little right. boy, right? Now, the question I would have to ask in this situation is where in that time from 8 to 12 did this start to flip where all of a sudden now he's wants to be a sheep? Where in the line? So my thing is, if we understand that gender identity starts at three years old, then where the hell did this happen? Was this a late bloom? 
Now, we don't understand that gender identity starts at three years old. We understand that they allegedly is saying that he started uh-huh. wanting to be a girl at three years old. Well, there's a lot of videos out there. There's a lot of pictures out there on Instagram that says otherwise. But here's the narrative we're running with. Yes. Psychologists have been trying to argue this battle for about gender identity for quite a long time. Especially you see in the video, you see in pictures about what's one of that famous woman? What's that famous woman? Um, Charlize Theron with with a black boy dressed as a girl and and he's identifying that boy as a transgender girl. Now there's something that's real, real insidious about that because now, not only that older boy, and I just saw a picture of him in a swimsuit. Mm -hmm. The younger child, this dude don't look like anymore. Anybody know how old Charlize Theron's youngest son is? Daughter now is? I, he couldn't be no more than five three, years three, old. Four or five, maybe? I've been seeing him in dresses since he was two, three years old. Yeah. Now, at what point did a two-year-old formulate the opinion to say that I want to wear a dress or I want to wear this color when at that point you don't even know what a dress or a pants or a shirt truly is. You have no understanding of identity, especially gender identity at that point. So look look at the insidiousness. Look at the agenda that is being distributed in this Hollywood circle. Let me, uh, let's, let's have a real honest question that's being asked here. Can you honestly, let's ask for the people out there, and this is a question to you. Can you even really remember what you were doing at two, three to five years old? Could you even remember what you were doing back then? I can't even remember. I have faint memories of three to four. Right. Faint. So, how do you recognize Then this goes to any adult. Let's have a little common sense here. You can't even really remember what you did around three to five years old. If you're telling me that you did, you're full of shit. Okay, I'm gonna be honest with you. You're just full of shit in your life. And blotchy memories don't count. Right, you can't have a vague memory of what happened. Because the fact is, is that if you can't remember what you were doing at three to five, then how do you understand what gender identity is? Or you can't wake up someday and say, Mommy, Daddy, I think I wanna be a girl or mommy daddy I think I want to be a boy you have no idea what that even means or what even a boy or girl really constitutes as you know the only way that you can get that understanding if you have older adults that are either giving you that knowledge or displaying it in your face which is going to segue into something I really want to talk about. Now, you did say that they said around three or four, he started to mention that he had the feelings that he's a girl or he wants to transition into a girl. Really? This is what they they said? Allegedly. Allegedly. Now, there is one thing that happened around that time. Dwayne Wade gets with Gabrielle Union. Now, there's a lot of people that's looking at Gabrielle Union a little funny style now because there's a certain energy that Gabrielle Union has that says that she is the one that's controlling that relationship. I remember when Dwayne Wade was not with Gabrielle Union. I remember something as simple as the way he dressed. Now, the way he dressed, although I'm not going to say it was good, I'm not going to say it was bad, but I will say it was much more masculine than it is 
post-Gabriel Union. Some of the shit that Dwayne Wade says, and I'm telling you, your clothes says a lot about what you feel on the outside. If you wear pink and your nails are painted and your toes are done and they're cinnamon red, that says a lot about the way that you feel about yourself on the outside. Since Wade got with Gabrielle Union, the metrosexual has went dead into being feminine. And everybody can see this. Everybody talk about runway fashion when he come to the line, mm. when he come walking through the entrance. But then you at one point say, this is not fashion at this point. This is borderline feminine, almost homosexual. And this was around that time when Gabrielle Union got introduced. So what I'm saying, and I'm going to put allegedly here, I believe that if Gabrielle Union did not have something to do with it, Mm. I believe that Gabrielle Union is strongly encouraging, if not emphasizing, Mm -hmm. that Zion or Zaya should start to become a woman. Let's let's clarify that real quick. Zion is the older one. Zion is the older one. No, Zion is not the older one. Yeah, he is. No, he's not. Zion. Zion, We're talking Zaire and Zion. Zion. Look, I'm going to look it up right now. Don't want to put something on it. No, I ain't putting on nothing. We're looking up right you now. You know what you need to put on it? What? Common sense, because Zion is the one that's turning into Zaya. Mm. Zaire is the one that's uh, at Sierra Canyon. Let me see. My, my partner proves himself to be wrong. <laughs> like you've been wrong so many other times? Hey, hell no, boy. Yeah, you you, been got, wrong the, you got the wrong boy. You've been I'm wrong Dante Bridges, the facts man. You better get that shit facts straight. Man. Facts. I'm the facts man. I'm the facts, facts man. I'm the facts man. You better, sure. you better know, but check the pedigree. What Go on, Google me. Go, I'll Google you. Google me. Dante Google Chase Griffiths. Come on, man. Come on, man. Get wrong. So I'll listen to them. Come, Come on, man. Get wrong so we can continue. I'm trying to find it right Come now. Come on, man. Get wrong so we can continue. I am trying to. Go ahead. Keep talking. I'm going to find it. But the thing about Gabrielle Union, Gabrielle Union is a part of this Hollywood circle, part of the same circle that Charisse Theron is in. And we all know that the agenda inside of the Hollywood circle is to push femininity inside of masculinity. AKA wow. pushing how both the black boys to become black girls. All right, first of all, I'll give you credit, you were right. But, I knew I was right, man. But Let's look out, bro. The, the minute you Google sign, look what pops up. Wow. That quickly. Like you can't even, man, even Google's on it. So you, if you Google Zion Wade right now, if you Google Zion Wade, the immediate first post is a description of Zion no, Wade. Zion Wade. Can y'all see that? That, but it's still being labeled as Dwayne Wade's son, but it's Zion Wade. That is what's the first thing you pop up. And you telling me there's not an agenda being pushed because of that? But they're labeling him as Dwayne Wade's son still. But Zaya Wade? Zaya Wade. That's the name that the child is transitioning themselves to. You can probably even look in Wikipedia and now they probably have a biography of Zaya Wade. Zaya, first of all, you got to understand you're dealing with a nine-year-old. Twelve. You, he's twelve? He's twelve now. Okay. You're dealing with a twelve-year-old. This twelve-year-old, his frontal cortex has not even matured enough for him to be able to make this decision. Do you know uh, some of the stuff that you were doing when you were younger? I'm not saying that it was homosexual. I'm just saying that it's far from who you are now or far from who you was when you became 16 or 18 or 21 or 24. 
Now, we're not talking about if he's gay or not. Because if he's gay or not, okay. We're talking about a young man being heavily influenced to become a gender that is not what he was born to be at such a young age. And it's not only being pushed, but it's being put into Google that he is now a girl. You, you're looking at the way that they're moving, they operate. This is this something. Something's wrong about this. Well, let's let's gravitate to one thing. See, facts man got the age wrong. Um, here's the thing: is this a good thing for him though? Because we're about to talk about it's it's almost like he's being protected in a way. Is he really being protected in this situation, or is this now being his name being? His or her name being pushed into the limelight now. I feel that Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle Union is not protecting this young boy because if they were, his 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 privacy would not be on display at this early of an age. They basically made this boy a poster boy for transgender kids. He might matter of fact, matter of fact, because they're putting the LGBT agenda into public schools. I wouldn't be surprised you're going to look up and see Zaya Wade as an example of the LGBT uh, movement in the public schools. They're making almost like a, a goddamn flyer of this dude. This dude is like the quintessential boy of what you can become. He's not only out and showing adults, but he's influencing the adults to do this with their kids and he's making the kids seem that this is something that you could possibly do now I will say this now there's a social media argument that I've noticed that's been popping up and this is a rather uncomfortable one it's rather not cool but you gotta understand where the context is coming from they've compared this situation with R. Kelly's accusers when it comes to the idea of at what age are you understanding the right that you can make decisions for yourself? The argument is, I think, like I said, it's a little disgusting and it's crass, but basically what the argument is, is if Zion or Zaya is within their right to make a decision at the age of 12 is, a right, is capable of making a decision of whether or not they want to be whatever gender they choose to be. Should some of R. Kelly's accusers who are underage be in the mindset of saying maybe they made enough right to have consent to knowing what they were doing? Now, I will say this, and we make this perfectly loud and clear that I don't, we don't condone that type of behavior. But let's also make one thing also perfectly clear. Even if a girl who is at the age of understanding, even at 16, that they can make the idea of I can consent, I consented to this action. Let's not remember, let's not forget the fact they were still underage. R. Kelly had enough common sense to say no. So I do think this is a disgusting argument to have, and I don't think it's an appropriate argument to have in a comparison to make because you can't really make that distinction between the two. Now, you want to argue that on your own time, argue that on your own time. I don't think it's appropriate to make that distinction between uh, R. Kelly's situation and this young boy or girl that you ever want to call. Now, let's throw this 
I just wanted to address that real quick, so let's throw that one out of the way. When it comes to Dwayne Wade's child, do we at some point have to acknowledge that as a child you're not aware of all to make this type of decision? Like, where are we going to draw the line in a situation where well, what can a child has the permission to do and what not do? You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, where are we going to get to this concept of everybody goes on the internet. I know what's going on on the internet right now saying, God, leave him alone. That's his personal business. You know, that's their family. First of all, people will say that. Shut the fuck up, please. And get out of your feelings. Because guess what? If Dwayne Wade would have never said nothing about it, we wouldn't have known about it. We wouldn't be talking about it. He made it public knowledge. He made it the right for us to discuss about it. So for all those who plan to tell us, yo, let, let that family be, do what they want to do, shut up, please. Because they are the ones who told us about it. They're the reason why they we're talking about it now. So again, shut the fuck up. But anyway, where are we at this point where we have to start making this decisions of can a child make this type of informed decision on their own? Well, one thing that I want to address, and this ties into what you're saying, we've gotten to the point where society is trying to normalize every single thing. You can basically make anything seem normal. Mm-hmm. How that ties into what you're saying, we haven't got to a point where we should do this because this is not normal behavior, okay? And I always gauge what normal behavior is by one thing. Will it make a family healthy and able to produce more children? If it doesn't do that, hold on, let me get this out. If it doesn't do that, that's how I gauge if the action is healthy or not. Zion Wade becoming a transgender woman is not going to create a healthy family which will produce more children, which will produce more children. That's why I know that I can honestly say that this is not healthy for what you call economic in black building. So, and that's what I'm going to ask the question that everybody else asks who's supporting of this. Why would... And of course, like I said, we just addressed this, but I'm gonna ask the question: Why is it of any business of yours? I'm why is it of any business? Yeah. Why does it say? Why is it of any business or concern of yours? Well, number one, because when Dwayne Wade entered this into the internet and into the world, he made it public domain. Can I say that? Too? And number two, one thing that we have to understand: we look at this as being far distance, and we ain't got no concern of it. But everything is a part of military science. You can take the moves that Dwayne Wade is making with his family, understand the lessons that's hidden in that, and apply it to maybe a situation that could happen in your family, if not your direct family, your indirect family, your second and third cousins. Sometimes it's best to look at these crazy ass situations and take away the moves, learn the game, learn the chess moves that's being had. So when you see it in the future, you'll say, okay, I know they're trying to uh, pass an agenda, a gay agenda, or okay, I know that this is not normal, or okay, I know that this type of situation could happen in the near future. So that's how it's pertinent for us to understand. I look at everything as game. So even if I don't like it, I say, okay, I'm going to take away the military science in that. And then I'm going to see if it happens in the future, I know how to attack it. That's why you need to pay attention to a lot of this stuff. It's like going to school. 
except our school is life and life is on the internet and the internet is in the entertainment industry and we just the students and that's our classroom. That's why it's pertinent to us. That's why you need to understand it. Now, I understand why this is such a riveting conversation because we know there's a lot of movement going around in the LGBT. We understand there's a lot of people who support the lifestyles that they want to live in. And by all means, I don't think anybody should be vilified or disrespected for the lifestyle that they have lived. That's your life. You want to live it. However, I do notice that the ability to protect that life, the right to have this lifestyle, sometimes eliminates common logic. Mm-hmm. And I've noticed that a lot going on on social media. And there's a lot of these hot political hot takes that go around about this situation. And there's a lot of political hot takes that go around about everybody's lives. Look, first of all, we as people, we understand what is going on. We don't need a consensus uh, history line or storyline to understand what's going on here. All we got is what's going on right here, what's going on right now. Not everybody is a scientific major about what it takes to be a boy or a girl. Okay, there's a lot. You say there's a lot that can go into this. There's a lot that cannot go into this. It's all about public opinion at this point. So I will say that you can take what we're saying for fact, or you can don't. But all we do is we encourage you to do your research and understand what the hell is going on and be honest with yourselves. Because there's a lot of y'all who are trying to protect your livelihoods of how you want to live your life, but you're being very disingenuous to the truth. You're not being honest with yourselves about this, and that's alarming. You're really, it's really, really alarming because at this point, if you're not understanding what's going on in the game, if you're not understanding who you are, if you don't understand what the science behind this is, then you are falling behind. And to be honest with you, arguments like this are really trivial to the grand scheme of things. But we talk about this because it's a big issue that's going on right now to social media. But in reality, it should be very trivial. Well, I guess it's me going on my little rant. But anyway, but speaking of which, we now talk about Dwayne. We Wait, before we get into Dwayne, let me say this. Good. In 1970s, in the 1970s, going into the 2000s, there was a woman by the name of Dr. Frances Cress Wilson. I want you to look her up. Very influential woman dealing with this exact same thing. Now, I feel that I can speak on this because... What, like my colleague was talking about, well, this is just my opinion and we don't have any kind of pertinent information on it. Well, this is stuff that I studied on a doctorate level. So I'm going to speak on this just a little bit. In 1970, Dr. Francis Crest Wellsing published a book called The ISIS Papers. If you're familiar with this book, this book illustrates how by the time of 2000, that the boys will stop sagging the pants like they did in the early 90s and will fall right into dresses. Now, the reason why that you need to understand this because it's one thing for this to be an isolated incident, but it's another thing for this to be agenda-driven. It's another thing for the 1950s, a thing called the Moynihan Report that came out that was done by the United States government that clearly said that in order to make the black population docile, we must create content through rap music, through our entertainment, through our sports that creates a dissolution bond. And what that basically means is to break all bonds, mother, son, mother, father, 
father, mother, father, daughter, everything breaks apart so that we can come in, aka welfare, aka section eight, aka everything that replaced the black household, so that we can weaken the family and create feminization within the black man. That's found within the Monaghan Report. Why is this a big deal? Because this is not an isolated incident. This is agenda driven. This has insidious purposes. So you need to not look at this as just Zaya or Zion. You need to look at this as your neighbor across the street or maybe your son that when he go to public school, he's going to learn about the LGBTQ community through damn near social studies now because they have made it mandatory in a lot of states to teach gay history. And what the hell does that really? Okay, so you need to take heed to a lot of the stuff that's going on here because it's happening to Zaya, but it's only a matter of time before you are directly affected by this because this is a agenda that they have been putting together for the past 70 years. Well, uh, well, you know, there's going to be a lot of people who said it's not really an agenda that people are just being homophobic. You know what? I'm going to dead that right here. You can have any opinion you want to. Opinions like assholes. Everybody got one. But everybody needs to do their fucking research. You can't just have an opinion based solely on your opinion and not have any facts or evidence to back it up. You know what that's called? That's called irrationality. Okay? So you can't do that. Do the research. These are things. Morning hand reports. ISIS papers. Neely Fuller. Francis Crest Welsing. The black psychologist that talked about this in the early 70s, 80s, going into the 2000s. Do your research before you form an opinion that's based solely on anecdotal evidence, which means your own personal opinions, your own personal life. Mm-hmm. If you ain't doing that, then you really can't talk to me about anything. Remember, you know, not too long ago, they actually proved that it wasn't a gay gene. You know that, right? Like they literally had a whole that whole big scientific study in Australia that 477,000 people had a, a a study about whether or not what sexuality comes from, and they proved that there's no such thing as a gay gene. Fifteen years ago, there was a study did at University of California, aka Berkeley, where a man, a black scientist, saw that the pesticides that they were using inside of the food that you eat today was causing the test studies aka the mammals now we had a little riff about this but I'll, I'll keep going cause the mammals to turn their genders from male to female now this is the same stuff that you feed your child every single day the corn the wheat the flour the uh high fructose corn syrup even the vegetables that you eat now you might say well did they test this on humans the reason why they tested this on the specific mammals that they did is because it's a certain thing called epigenetics. We have similar epigenetics as these mammals that they tested it on. We have different DNA strands, but we have the same genetic markers. And that's why they can pinpoint if it does here, it would do here. So trust me, a lot of this shit is not only just like you said, they said that there is no gay gene, but a lot of this stuff is gay genes not being in the kid, but gay genes being fed. But basically, to the it's the kids. outside. It's the outside influence. It's not gay genes being fed 
to the kids. Now, I will say, like I said, we have debated that before, and even I, in a way, I'm just like, eh, that's a bit of a stretch to me. And, and what I would say to you, like I said at the beginning, everybody can have an opinion, but if you don't put in the research, I can't respect a person's opinion if you don't put in research. But it also depends, but what if your research is flawed? If you're only going to tell me what you think without looking at both sides of the story, then I still, whether it be you or anybody else, I can't respect what you're saying. Because if you put salt in the game just for the sake of putting salt in the game, then I can't respect it. But if you're able to go look at the evidence, then say to yourself, I don't believe it. Or go and look at some other evidence and compare it with what I just said and say, I'm still going to stick with that. Then I'm going to respect that wholeheartedly. Right. But go do the research that's all we encourage y'all to do. So at this point, now we have to look at Dwayne Wade. Now, let's speak on the real street level while we have with the time we have left. We've known Dwayne. We everybody in Chicago has been aware of Dwayne Wade since basically he started hooping. We knew he grew up in Robbins, Illinois. We knew about his past life. We knew about his baby mama. Well, his ex-wife, Savon Funches. We know about the history they have had. We, they just had a documentary that just came out last weekend when Dwayne Wade went a little bit in depth about it. I've even called it out a little bit and saying that it's a little bit disingenuous that he decides to talk about his wife, his ex-wife, because he has a gag order on her for certain information she can't speak on, but he has a whole documentary he can talk about it. Now, granted, we know he cheated on his ex-wife. We knew he cheated on Gabrielle Union too, technically. Because they, they can say it was a break all they want to, but they were still together. He cheated on Gabrielle Union. There's been theories running around that even Dwayne Wade is currently paying for the fact that he cheated, that Gabri- cheated on Gabrielle Union. And that he may have cheated in Salon. Let me ask you something about this. Did you hear about the fact that he had a male nanny? That I heard about too. And it's it goes it goes on and on and it's also and that was one of the things I was about to break up because I was feeling like there's something that he's not in that documentary. If you haven't seen the documentary, it's on ESPN on demand, so you can go check it out. The Dwayne Wade documentary. There was some parts of that whole situation that I felt like he was really leaving out, and that may have been one of them. And I think he's being really a little disingenuous about certain things, but. Because of that, do you feel like Dwayne Wade is scared that he'll be blackballed? Dwayne Wade is a puppet at the end of the day. He's at the low totem pole of this big thing called Hollywood called entertainment. Mm -hmm. So Dwayne Wade doesn't decide his fate. The people that he worked for decides his fate. So, of course, Dwayne Wade cannot protest. Like, if he is just... Anti-gay. He can't say that. Y'all know how entertainment is set up. So even if he doesn't feel he's being blackballed, we all know that he can only have one idea at this point, and that is pro-LGBTQ. That's all he can have. So whether he's being blackballed or whether he can't say nothing else, he has to support it or them paychecks that he ain't getting because he in the NBA no more. Them paychecks, mm-hmm. them sponsorships, 
will dry up because the mafia, that gay mafia is real. And I'm not just talking about like it's a true gay mafia, but we're talking about the politicians. We're talking about the heads of Hollywood. We're talking about all the little coats that's inside of this game we call entertainment. That shit is real. So is he being blackballed? He don't know. But is he going to say anything else speaking against the LGBTQ? Hell no, yeah. No, yeah. You know, I, and just because of that, it's fucked up because there's a, this, that's a part you got to kind of respect the LGBT. Because if something goes against them, they move as a unit. Check the moves. They check everything. And if you said something that's against them, they shutting your ass down. I would wish the black community yeah. operated a little bit I, more I, like I, they I did. I applaud them. How they do it. Uh, they move. They, they move they united, move, which is kind of... It's kind of ironic. It's no wonder why so many black folks jump to their side. <laughs> because they're stronger? Yeah. Because <laughs> the, the black community ain't that strong at all. They're That's probably the reason why. And they're government funded now. Yeah. So which is crazy. It's interesting. But you know what? More power to them. They, they, they did what they have to do. They did what they're doing. They're like a force. They can't be stopped. Also, this is one thing I want to say. Now, this is my personal opinion, but this is for 10 years of research. Now, instead of talking about science, instead of talking about the media, one thing you can talk about is energy. Now, I'm a, I studied energy for a long, 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 long time. I will say this. Mm-hmm. Energy. Law, di- law of dynamics. Law of thermodynamics. Yeah. Don't try to start my sentence like you knew what the hell I was saying. <laughs> you say thermodynamics, man. Right here. The law of thermodynamics states that energy cannot be destroyed. It's transferred from one person to another. Now, what do you think that means as far as the energy of Dwayne Wade being transferred to his son? Are you trying to imply that there's something about Dwayne Wade? I, I, I ain't saying nothing. Why are you just, trying to imply? I ain't saying nothing. I ain't saying nothing. I, I ain't saying you were saying something. I said, are you implying? I just said the law of thermodynamics. But you wouldn't put it out there? Hey, look, I just said what I said. He's, are you implying? Look, man, now I don't know how many times you got to go over this, man. I said what I said. Man, you sound like a politician. <laughs> hey, man, look, I don't know what you're talking about. The bottom line is, is that you can look at this any way you want to. You can look at this with the lens wide open or the lens kind of shut. But the point is, is that if you're going to make an argument about what's going on with Zion or Zaya, you need to understand what you're actually arguing. You have to understand what the grand scheme of this is. You have to understand exactly what is going on in this family household. So before you criticize people for having an opinion that might not be what you like about Dwayne Wade and his child, remember this. Dwayne Wade volunteered this information. So whether you like it or not, it is now free reign for us to discuss it. Get over it. Whether you feel about it or not, we don't like it or not, it is what it is. At this point, we're here to have this discussion. Now, you want me to be perfectly honest with you? You want me to say what on my side? Because I can say, because as you notice, I refer to them as a child. I don't refer to them as a boy or a girl. As a child. That's the general basis consensus of what I can understand it as. You want to know my honest opinion? Here's my honest opinion. I don't think no 12-year-old is at an age to understand what their gender is. I don't think a 12-year-old is is in the right mindset of maturity to understand what the decision they're making as far as their gender. I think 
I'm hoping that more so that this is just a fad that he'll outgrow how he'll outgrow it. Eventually the child will outgrow this and become a normal civilized adult. So his sexuality be damned. If he grows up to be gay, fine. If he if he grows up to be straight, cool. I personally don't care. But do not, and I repeat this, do not try to bullshit common sense people into saying that this is something that logically he felt at a ripe on young age at three years old. You know damn well that ain't that's bullshit. You don't even remember what you were doing at three years old. You don't even know what the concept of gender identity was at three. You just knew you existed. So what the fuck is you talking about that this child was aware of his gender identity at three? I remember half of Christmas. It might have been Halloween. Dude, some of y'all can't even remember what y'all did two or three weeks ago. You can't even remember what a com- you can't even remember a passcode in your phone. Oh, that's easy. They're they're, they're on drugs now. <laughs> what? <laughs> they're all on drugs now. Everybody is on something. So. Like you can't even remember you they're- can't even remember what you did two months ago. How you gonna remember at three years old what your gender was or what you identified was? Shut that shit up. You know damn well you weren't doing that. And stop using cognitive dissonance when somebody questions it. Like I said, like we said, get your facts straight. Do your research. Understand. And maybe if you actually knew what the hell you were talking about, you wouldn't get so pressed when everybody else has a difference of opinion. Right. Okay. So. I think we done talked about this enough. Wouldn't you agree, Pete? I think we have. I am actually a little irritated by this whole situation. You you sound like it. Yeah, because it's like people are really trying hard to say, no, you can't say that. Shut the fuck I up. I was about to say, I feel like you got to shut the fuck up. About the yeah, like, shut the fuck up. I feel like you need to shut the fuck up. You got up. a right to having a fucking opinion. <laughs> you just made me wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, that's another thing I, I noticed about social media real quick before we go, is that I noticed in social media, it's always the race to be right instead of knowing what the truth is. And that's always been an irritant for me personally. It's also been a reason why sometimes I've been trying to kind of more and more stay off social media. Because motherfuckers just want to be right about some shit. Ah, I did it. I got that right. I told y'all. But what the fuck are you proving? Yeah, I get that. I I, I, I freaks with that. And this is and this is the petty situation going on with this situation. But that's what I'm done. Um, you got anything else? I ain't got nothing else. I think we have talked about this on all angles and dynamics, man. Good, because I'm starving. I think it's time for us to get up out of here, man. Yes, sir. Once again, shout out to everybody that was on here, man. We appreciate everything, man. Shout out to all the affiliates that we said. Shout out to you going to donate to the Brothers Foundation. Yes, sir. Do that. And shout out to all the events that we're going to be having this this year. Mm -hmm. Tune in. We're going to have a a scheduled date for that stuff. And like we always say. Hurry up, I'm cold. Alright. Peace. I gotta learn to stop spitting so much on the rest. Hey, shut up. I said me, motherfucker. Oh, my bad. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, see? <laughs>